everybody to I Can't Book This, episode 23. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Now, this week, this is the year-end episode, so we're going to cap off this week what took place, I guess, on these shows, uh, besides 205 Live. Obviously, that was a recap episode this week, but other than that, at the end of the show, we're going to get into our own bookings and our ideas for WWE since... The shake-up's not shaking up fast enough, so we're just going to throw some ideas out there for y'all. But uh, starting things off this week on uh, Monday Night Raw, McManaclaws, is that what the fuck they called him? Yeah, uh, yeah he uh, made some announcements, and then the most important announcement he made was the, the finally confirming that we're going to get some women tag team titles. What brand are they going to be on, or are they going to be for everybody? Who knows? They didn't elaborate, but I'm just happy about hearing about it. And now I'm interested in it, because they've already been doing little makeshift tag teams, you know, with the Tamina and Nia, the Iconics. And then you got, well, I mean, Bliss has been injured, but, you know, with Bliss and, uh, you know, Mickey and shit. So they've already got their, and then Sasha and Bailey, like, they got their shit set up. So I'm interested in it. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I'm hoping that they only do one. I really hope they only do one girls, uh, women's tag team because, you know, if one of the belts ain't even making the pay-per-view for guys, you really think both girl belts are going to be on, you know, Raw, Raw and SmackDown's belts are going to be on, the, you know, the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to happen. You'll get lucky if you get one on there. He'll probably be the pre-show. And it's unfortunate, but it's even, the, even the men's Raw tag team is getting put on pre-show. Yeah. So, like, I just hope they don't do it some goofy shit like, it's only going to be a Raw exclusive. So only the yeah. women are Raw. Like, I, I would like it to be, you know, for both brands. Yeah, that might mean a little extra travel on the girls and shit because obviously you're going to have to fly to go do matches on SmackDown even though you just might have did Raw last night, especially if you're the champ. So, I mean, that might put a little extra wear and tear on you a little bit. But I I don't want it to be a brand exclusive, though. That's my only hope. Please don't do that. I, I, I feel they might do that, but I feel like, yeah, both both brands should be able to get it if they if they can. So hopefully that happens. I mean, I just I know they're, they're just gonna have people bitching about it. You know, either yeah. way when they come out, and it's gonna be a, a big outrage. And you know, just be happy they're there. And hopefully it doesn't make the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wouldn't be against them letting all women be able to compete. To be honest, like I think that would be a good way to showcase the brand because you can't tag team everybody. Everybody can't just jump into a tag team just because the belts are here now. Like it would make more options, I guess. Maybe you might get a, a tag combination from somebody from NXT teaming up with somebody from Raw, or hell, somebody from NXT UK teaming up from somebody or Raw or SmackDown or NXT. And they're only tagging together strictly for, and making appearances for that tag division. Nothing else. No single storylines and all this extra shit just strictly performing for that tag division. I think that would help it out a little bit because knowing WWE, they're just going to fucking throw a bunch of girls together, you know, mash their music up together and make them come out together. Like, that's all they're going to do. There's going to not be no thought or rhyme or reason behind the shit. And, and, and I'm definitely getting sick of the way that uh, WWE has one person come out. Then the next person come out with their music, like, y'all are getting lazy. That used to be one of the things back in the day with the tag teams, them having cool entrances, and that shit is so far gone now. It, it really started going downhill when Chris Jericho and Big Show uh, tag-teamed, and they were Jericho or whatever the fuck they were called, and it was just their music, like, literally, like, somebody just put it on a recording fucking program and just did, like, a kid could have did it type shit. Like, the music was just literally break the walls down and Big Show mashed together. And ever since then, then after that, it was Show Miz. We were Big Show and The Miz, and everything was, not like, so poorly thought out. Like, it, it was just so fucking annoying. And here we are now where you got, like, you know, obviously the B team finally became the B team, but them motherfuckers ain't had no name for a minute. No direction, no matching attires, these niggas. Evil <laughs> and rude. You know what I mean? Shit was like, man... I don't know, but uh, hopefully the women's tag team division doesn't fall yeah, victim to yeah, that shit. You know, don't 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 bring them in just for you to fuck them off. That's all I want. Yeah, just don't bring them in if you're just gonna fuck them off. Like it's pointless to even bring them in. We'll be fine without a tag team division if you're not gonna do it right. Yeah, if you're not gonna do it right, don't do it at all. Man. Yeah, like because like the women's division don't need a dumbass belt that is exclusive and. Only, only and then we're going to see the same matches because yeah. then you're going to have to force the women to be like they're going to have to make tag teams for sure then in that case that's why I'm just like yeah let's hope it goes good uh, 
The, the only other match I wanted to touch on real fast from Raw, though, was the Revival uh, versus uh, Rude and Gable for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I mean, obviously, it was taped last week because, you know, luckily this year the Stars got, you know, off for Christmas and shit. But we already knew the results and shit, but I still watched it because I was just interested in it, you know, for them to be in that position. And I just got to say, it, it, was, it wasn't like a mind-blowing match, but it was it's the Revival. You're going to get what you get with them, and when I say that, it's it's something good. Just like they always say on commentary, it's that good tag team, good chemistry. All that shit's there with them. I, I just hope that opens the eyes for not only the fans, but Vince and them, since they're going to be on Raw nowadays. Hopefully they get more shine. And maybe, hopefully, sometime in 2019, they might actually get the straps. Are you in agreement with that, or are you just like, eh, over, over it? I, Some people I'm seeing online, they seem like they're kind of being getting over the old revival. Like, and that's to blame WWE. For not pulling the fucking trigger, now people are losing interest. Yeah, I mean, if if you make something not worthy, then people are going to start treating it as you treat it. Uh, the revival, ring work wise, if you can't have a good match with them, then you don't belong in the ring. Like them, that those guys are like the gold standard as far as tag team wrestling, and I don't understand. I I I thought they were going to get the belts, and why didn't they? Like twenty nineteen should be their year. You know, at some point. Best- at that's, some point, man. That's what I'm saying. Point. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Oh, fucking for you know whatever pay per view." I already forget whatever pay per views in January. I'm not saying we gotta do it at the next pay per view, but like, shit, no. we could wait till after WrestleMania. But I mean, like, at some point, at some point, they need it. Well, if AOP is gonna get the belt, Revival should have been had it. That's how I feel. Also, I mean, I wasn't mad at all because I was just wanting AOP to get something since they got called up. So I wasn't mad. But yeah, when you put it in a ret- you know perspective like that, it's like yeah, they should have. You know what I mean? But you know, it's WWE. They got to go yeah. against the grain. Uh, switching to SmackDown Live. Shit, Andrade Almas, Cian Almas versus Mustafa Ali. Man, uh, obviously Mustafa picked up his second victory. Uh, I'm liking it because after that Daniel Bryan situation, I did not know what the hell they were going to do with him. I didn't know if that was going to put him in the doghouse or whatnot, but obviously not. Everything's cool. Gets the the match, of course, man. Like, this is a match that I didn't know I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, I mean, Andrade is Andrade, man. Like, you just, like, if you watch these shows, people, obviously, you know you're going to get what you get with certain wrestlers and some of it's greatness, some of it's bullshit. And he's one of those guys that is etching on the fucking race greatness man that guy is gonna be like especially as long as wwe continues to treat him right i can see him being like something big for the years to come that's a a really good star that they have right on deck so i'm kind of glad they're not just putting the u.s strap on him like at first i wanted it after them fucking first smackdown matches like put all the straps on this nigga he's showing out but you know i'm glad they're taking the slow approach but nonetheless like i said um Clash of styles in a sense, but what did you think of this match? Uh, it's my match of the week for me. Uh, yeah, it was a match that I never thought I was going to get. Somehow I got it and did not disappoint. Uh, I, I have to say, I thought Mustafa was going to get put on 205 Live. They're never going to let this guy get back on the stage because, you know, the the way that looked it, with Daniel Bryan, I was like, yeah, he might have just fucked up on accident. Yeah, and he and he kind of and he kind of botched uh, that that match too. I was like, yeah, this might not be it, but <laughs> but he comes out and gets a win. I was shocked. I was like, he really hit it. It's over. One, and two, he made three. sure he hit that bitch clean too this time. <laughs> yeah, I had it clean. Oh, it was perfect. Because he pulled him to everything to the corner. Like we're gonna get this shit right. Like angle everything. Fuck that. Yeah, he he got it, and uh, man, it was just overall just they both showed out. Uh, the one thing that I'm concerned about, they kept stressing on commentary that Mustafa Ali is now a full-time member on full-time. They kept saying that. Like, yeah. not only is he a member of SmackDown, but, like, he's, so that means he's done with 205 Live. He's he's never going to get to be Cruiserweight champion. Is that what they're telling me on commentary? Or am I picking up the wrong shit? I'm fine with it. I mean, hopefully that means something for the main roster. I hope they don't take him off 205 Live, not strap and just putting him on SmackDown because now, I mean, we we going to get into that in a minute, but, like, with the U.S. situation. But, like, the U.S. situations in the title has got its own shit going on right yeah. now, so that's on hold for the foreseeable future. So I'm hopefully that's not the case. But, uh, 
He's having great matches, so I'll, I'm taking Mustafa. And if they keep putting him on TV, I'm going to keep watching. So <laughs> he said, "No complaints here. <laughs> I, no complaints here, man." Like, you know, to be honest, like it's sad because he was starting to cut some good promos, and they were like kind of like hyping him up. Like he had some nice little promos there for a second. You know, they put a couple couple ones up, and I'm like, "Well, he's really talking." And sounds like he's coming for that belt, and then all of a sudden he's gone. Is yeah, he? yeah, that's I don't what think I'm saying. Like, I, I hope not. Like I said, I just I just peeped that on commentary. Like, why do they? Why the fuck they keep saying that? <laughs> like, like they're are they just low key saying he's done with 205 Live? Because they ain't said it. But I mean, that's all I've heard. And then obviously this week was a recap show, so we couldn't even see. So we got to wait till next week to see about that shit. But uh, anyways, next match in this new rivalry that's going on, Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy. Do you have any interest? I don't want to talk so much about the match, but like just in general, like do you have any interest in this shit? I, I'm glad Joe got something, but like, how do you feel about that? This this storyline again, Jeff's just being attacked. I mean, I mean, last week sold it for me when uh, Jeff Hardy got under Samoa Joe's skin. So one going to be one sided now. So, like, I was like, all right, you kind of got to Samoa. He tried to whoop you up, and you hit the twist of fate on him. Like, okay, like, <laughs> kind of got me pumped. Like, at first I was like, eh, whatever. But Samoa Joe's talking his shit, man. He said, this week he said something crazy. He's like, he's like, yeah, now I know. I am your new addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, like, I was like, why is Samoa out here taking advantage of this man? But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty interested. I like the match, too. Uh I don't see what's wrong with it. I mean, if they're both going to have something on TV, hey, at least the writers have oh, something. Oh, yeah, I'm not mad. I just I just didn't know what, how you felt about it, if you thought it was just like another waste. I'm, or uh, b- Better than we were getting with Randy. So Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think it's like another Randy situation? No, or, this is know? totally different because Samoa just really be talking shit. Like, He's like a great cutting talker. Deep, cutting deep. He's a great fucking talker, man. That's another reason why I'm surprised they haven't done more with him. Because when he was on Raw, they looked like they were going to pull it. Then he got switched to SmackDown, and they were still looking like they were going to pull it. And it's just yet to be pulled. Right. <laughs> uh, moving on, Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. title. And that's what I was speaking on. Obviously, the title changed hands in this. This is another match that was the spoilers route since last week uh, from it being taped. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, you know, Mustafa Ali can't get in on this shit because now you got Rusev and Shinsuke probably going to go into a thing. So it's just like, uh, but before we get into that, how did you feel about this match in particular? You know, like, you know, it being on SmackDown, getting a title change on SmackDown. Huh. Is Rusev the guy right now? Is it really supposed I mean, to be Rusev Day or, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I texted you on Christmas and told you, happy Rusev Day. <laughs> Because every day is Rusev Day. I'm happy for him to get the belt. I mean, I'm happy for that. Like, Rusev needed something, man. Like, dude's actually been, like, red hot for a while. It's just you guys don't do nothing with him. And then you had to break him and Aiden up because, you know, they were too over. Just too over. As I, WWE always loves to do. I hate that shit. That, that, that's what blows me. You guys act like this is WCW. Oh, they're getting too hot. Fuck this. Like, who's writing this shit? Like, You're why? supposed to want everyone to yeah. get especially if they get themselves hot and you didn't have to put no fucking effort into it. That should be even better for you guys. You should just have to help them give a little boost and let them just, you know, have the wheel at that shit and just do what they got to Well, not what they got to, but what they've been doing. If, if, Everything if it, will be fine. It feels like they want to kill their tag team division. It always does. It always it, uh, it always goes through this renaissance where everyone's, like, it's getting hot again and they're making a lot of emphasis on it. And then, surely... It just goes right back to what it was. Makeshift tag teams, good tag teams getting broken up for no good fucking reason. It always comes out of left field and nowhere. Like, uh, why are they breaking up? Why did dude turn on him right now? Like, what the fuck? Like, no point, no rhyme, no reason. What did Stone Cold say? He said, well, well, now I, now I want to be a tag team with Brian. We're going to make it big time. <laughs> like, why would you break us up? Yeah, it's just bullshit, real, man. Well, won't, won't, I don't know, man. That shit don't make sense because I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's a guaranteed tag team right there. That match, though, uh, Rusev versus Shinsuke, I got to say, Shinsuke took a nice-ass mosh kick to the motherfucking face. Like, oh, yo, maybe he just went, you know, he didn't block at all. I don't know what makes them, you know, like, what makes them pick their spots. Like, I'm going to put my hands up for this one. 
You know what I mean? Or no, fuck it. I'm just going to boot to the face it right now. Like, cause yeah, that was a good spot to call it on. Yeah. <laughs> it's the finish. Like, yeah, I hate when they throw their hands up for the finish, man. Like, just like, especially even going back to Sean and shit, like put the fucking hands down, nigga. Some baby boy shit. <laughs> just, just take the kick, nigga. That's all you got to do. It's the, it's the finish of the match. Let's make this shit look spectacular. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Shinsuke's, Shinsuke's like a guaranteed thing. So I'm really happy they took the belts off him. I was gonna ask: Does he does he stay in a program with Rusev, or do you think it's time to move elevate him to the main title pitcher along with AJ and Daniels? Twenty nineteen is the year of Knock America. He's the new fucking president now. Now you can't leave. Okay, no, this is perfect. Hey, I'm happy Rusev got something. In the meanwhile, you know damn well they got something for Knock. So hell yeah. what was your opinion? Because uh, I thought SmackDown was over, and then we get this out of nowhere segment with Vince McMahon and AJ Styles, and I'm like, oh shit, is Vince gonna shit on him and all this other shit? Uh, but what did you feel about that segment? Did it mean anything to you? Any did it make any sense to you? Like, wh- what was your thought process watching that shit? Uh, yeah, didn't make sense to me. Cause I mean I get I get it trying to make him be ruthless, but like for what re- it doesn't AJ's never been a ruthless guy. Like he's that, I don't know. That's, I look that's at the thing. shit. Why, what are you making like, everybody heels now? Everybody's heel. Man, like I didn't understand why is Vince McMahon bleeding right now? <laughs> like what the fuck? I was watching it like the only thing huh? I liked at the end. Like you okay, Vince? Like oh yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I fucking didn't thing. even sell it. <laughs> fucking say yeah, I'm okay. You know, I, I don't know. I mean. Well, other than that, I'm just like, well, we could have did without that. Y'all could have. I mean, maybe y'all had time to burn and just said, fuck it. But, like, I don't know. I expected different for, like, the first AJ and Vince encounter on camera. I did not expect that shit because I don't know what you're trying to do. I mean, Daniel's already a heel, so you're going to turn AJ heel to beat a heel. AJ's fine. He doesn't need a character change. AJ's fucking great. Yeah, he's fine being him. He's fine. He doesn't doing need what this whatsoever at all. Oh, and and I was like, that's what didn't make sense. I'm watching and I'm like, what? I was like, wait, Daniel Bryan's a heel. Now he had two heels. <laughs> Who's a baby face? But I, then I guess that goes with that saying of how that shit's dead. I guess more, maybe uh, like I guess we don't need that shit anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, 205 Live, like I said, was a recap episode, so we have nothing for that this week. As far as NXT goes, uh, the women's Fatal 4-Way. We could be a little frank about it, because we set it off, Mike, and I'm just going to say it here on the show. Like It it was kind of, after they made those announcements last week, it just, it, it killed it, because you already kind of knew Lacey wasn't winning, so it was just like, Bianca's going to win. Not that I'm mad at it at all. I think, you know, out of out of the women on the roster currently in NXT, I think she's one of the ones that deserve it. I mean, EO's new, so you can't say that. Same thing with Mia. They're new, so you can't just... I mean, yeah, of course, you could just slingshot them into the title picture, but Bianca's undefeated. That's a self-made character they have there in NXT. They might as well try to see what kind of reaction they can get from her and Shayna actually doing some matches together. Because have they ever faced each other? No. See, now that, that shit has that whole allure now to it. They never mixed it up before. So I'm like... I don't know how they, because like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna let her take the strap off with Shayna and then Shayna maybe get called up with her group since they got the tag belts and shit now, or do you let Bianca get her first loss by a good champ? Well, that's the thing. You just brought in these women that really can't wrestle. I mean, they 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 know how to wrestle, wrestle, but like not like pro wrestling. So it's like, well. You can't leave them in here with Dakota Kai or nobody. Like they're, they're they look slow in the ring. They look they like do they that. don't know what they're doing. They're still green. Yeah. They need they need years of live show before they even go, and you're not gonna take them to Raw or SmackDown with you. So you I can have see to stay WWE, in NXT. I, I can see WWE being fucking stupid like that. I could really see them being fucking stupid like that, dude, and letting them both get called up with Shayna. Just hypothetically, if Shayna was to lose the belt at Phoenix to Bianca Belair, and with, you know, the Royal Rumble and all that shit right around the corner, I could definitely see them pulling the trigger and letting them all three be in the Royal Rumble, thus for 
you know, being on some brand and shit. With like I said, with the tag belts being a thing, I could I could see WWE doing that shit. But then at the same time, just because it's so easy to go to, I could see them not doing it also. <laughs> just because it makes too much sense. It would be, yeah, you know, we could do that. That sounds like some shit we would do, but uh, they'll expect that. So I don't know. It can go either way, but like, how'd you, how'd you feel about the match? I, I actually let me ask you this question: Who is the weakest one in the match? That's a good question. I don't want to have too much of a long pause. I'm over here really trying to think about that shit. I don't know, man. I'm not saying, when I say I don't know, I'm not trying to act like everybody was killing it. Just hitting all their shit. No, I'm not trying to make it, but like, yeah. I would really have to, like, I would really have to rewatch it. What about you? Me again. Okay. Okay, I can't get I can't get mad at that. I guess so, like if I, I had to, yeah. and and like I hope nobody takes this in any way that's like you know I'm just trying to be an asshole. But I feel like she got rushed. She's rushed. Like she doesn't have the skills right now to keep up with like a Lacey and a Bianca and a Io. Yeah, like you you put her in a pretty elite talent group, and like I I never saw any of her indie shit, and she's spoken highly of, but. Maybe she just has to get used to the WWE style. I don't know what it is, but she I felt like she got signed, and now she's on TV. I seen her in a backstage segment. I think the first time I saw her was like one of, during one of the times when I was flipping back and forth, like trying to catch impact from time to time. And I saw her, and I didn't know who the fuck she was, and I'm like, okay, this is like a new knockout, obviously. So, But like I didn't watch any of her matches there. I haven't watched any of her indie shit. The only thing I've seen her in ring wise was the Mae Young Classic shit. Yeah, that that that's the first time I've ever seen it. And from what I saw in there, I was satisfied with. Yeah, hence the yeah, reason why, yeah. hence that, the reason why people the were saying please sign Mia. Like there was a reason behind it. But I can agree. Like her work thus far in NXT has not been fulfilling to me like i'm not satisfied with I'm, it. I, I could have done without these shits i, I liked her in the may young classic i thought she was good and now all of a sudden it just feels like just like dry to me like like i just don't know what it is like i like i want to like her like i'm you know like everybody's talked very highly of her but like i don't know if she just wasn't prepared i don't know what's going on but all of her matches on nxt so far to me have been flat I don't like her entrance music. like, I, And I hate to sound like nitpicky like that, but to me, as a wrestling fan, all that shit means something. Your entrance, your music, your finisher, your attire, I'm really picky like that. Like, all that shit means something to me. Yeah. If yeah. something's out of place, it fucks with me. Like, I don't like... It fucks with your character to me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is not like me shitting on her. It's just like, bro, like, you, Lacey Evans, to me, is one of the best. I think I hope she's not a flop though, man. Like I hope that when it comes to transitioning to the main roster, I hope. Oh, I think she'll fit in. I hope she doesn't have a problem. I mean, she's been doing plenty of NXT and live events, you know, for NXT. So it's not like she's you know not getting used a lot. So hopefully she's good to go when she shows up. I think she'll be good, but I mean, overall the match was pretty decent. I just felt it was too short, man. It was like it was like barely fifteen minutes. And considering that they don't have a bunch of men, I can agree with you and hear you out on that too. Because considering NXT is only an hour and you guys don't even be putting a lot of shit on, it's like you could have spared a couple minutes. We didn't need to see a fucking replay or a commercial for some shit on your network. We know. We see it on Raw. We see it on every other fucking show we watch on the network. We get it. And these ain't even actual commercials. This is like shit that you're like literally stopping the show for to play and shit. Like that's dumb. I get it. You put it on Hulu, so you got to have your commercial breaks and shit. But, like, come on, man. You still could have gave the minutes. At some form, at somewhere, something could have got cut a little short. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just felt like, <laughs> and and for the most part, it just felt like everybody's timing was off all together in a fatal four-way. It just felt off to me. The whole match. just Like, it was it was pretty decent, but it was just, every everything was just a little off. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm still spoiled from the All In Women's match. Yeah, so, like yeah, that's I, I hold a, especially a Fatal Four Way to like that's the perfect comparison. Obviously, that match to Matt that was nowhere near that shit. Not even, not even, not so, even a fourth of it. And at least that match was like not the All In match, but like the NXT match was for number one contendership. So y'all should have been showing the fuck out, showing why you should be the number one contender. But apparently, that thought process didn't go through on that. The, the, the most prestigious woman belt in the whole fucking. And the whole WWE, you're just 
kind of got to go hard, man. You, the, the the bar has been set so fucking high on that belt. Look at the champions. Besides yeah, yeah. Ember Moon, like, dude, you got Asuka. I hate to sound like we be shitting on her, but, man, <laughs> boys are going to be rough later on in this show right now. But, anyways, <laughs> to, to continue on, though, the NXT UK, still speaking on the Tony Storm to challenge Rhea Ripley at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. Obviously, she's, to me, man, she's the only star right now in the women's division. I feel like, and and this is not taking no shots at your girl, but I feel like Isla kind of got exposed. The only other person that's showing promise is Nina. Jenny, to me, is not going to be a convincing fucking champion. Charlie Morgan, I ain't liked her since the UK uh, tournament shit. So hopefully she turns it around and gets better because, like, other than that, I don't know how the fuck she, or why the fuck she's going to have a contract. So, like, Tony's the only promising thing, but at the same time, I do not see them taking the belt off of Rhea. Like, her character's good. Like, her attitude, her mic, like, she's a good heel. Yeah, it would be nice for it to be Tony time, but I don't know, bro. Like, what what is your take on that? Ah, man, it could, it could really go both ways. I mean, let's be real. Like, not... I don't see him taking the belt off Rhea right now. I just I just don't, I don't. see why would you? Because it seems like they're in, well, at least with the UK brand, it seems like, you know, with Pete Dunne, they might be into the let them have a nice run, not every two months it's a new champion or every month there's a new champion. They might be in it for the long run with their champs, which I'm not mad at. It's kind of taking it back a little old school. But, yeah, I well, can't see it. It'd be a true shocker. I mean, I mean, Tyler Bate was the first one and didn't really have it that long. You know what? And I would really like a, like a behind the scenes like you know information on that. Like, what was the cause of that? Why didn't you just go with Dunn from the jump start then? Like, why even let what? Because Pete was or uh, the youngest. Cause, yeah, because Tyler was younger. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Fuck those statistics. I mean, I remember when y'all did that shit with Randy. <laughs> well, like, come on, man. Like that shit doesn't have to always be a thing or a deciding factor. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that. I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see anybody taking the belt. I mean, Tony, I would love it, but Rhea, Rhea's dope, man. Yeah. 23, I, I, yeah, yeah she's I, a I, real 23-year-old piece of gold. Right, fucking Leo, you're 24 now. You can't even say it no more. Oh, now he says 24. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 24-year-old piece of gold. Keep it. Keep it that way the rest of your career. But, I mean, like I, like I was going to say, though, I mean, obviously, to me, she's the only good, believable contender right now, so I'm not mad at the match being made. I just think we all know the result already before the shit even starts. Hopefully, all I can ask for is that we get a good match before that end result happens. I, I feel like it'll be a three and a half at least. I mean, hopefully, they show out, man. I, I got high hopes for this takeover, Blackpool, because it's going to be the UK's first takeover. Like, you guys better show the fuck out like the original NXT I, days. I, I feel like it's going to be just like the other takeovers. Like, yeah. Especially with the strong style, I have kind of higher expectations. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like y'all gotta go balls to the wall on this <laughs> yeah. shit. Y'all gotta just go out there and like literally do everything that you would fucking do on the indies and more. Kind of, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like I mean, maybe that's just me, but that's my expectations for it. Um, Kenny Williams versus Jordan Devlin. I've been fucking with Kenny Williams since I since first saw him on the uh, UK show NXT since they started it. So, I mean, I became a fan after seeing his first match. And uh, Jordan Devlin's been, he was nowhere on my radar. I called him, like, you know, mini Finn Balor, all types of shit. Like, he was not on my radar at all. I had zero interest in him. But two guys I had interest in. And, of course, it it was a solid match. I had no complaints about it, really. Jordan Devlin, man, he's fucking crucial. Like, I don't even know what the fuck they called it. But, like, um where he grabbed, like, they're laying on the ground and he'll grab their arm and, like, just pick them up and fucking catch them and suplex them on the ground. Like, that shit is dope. Like, he, I don't know where the hell he's training at and where where he's busting out all these new moves from, but, like, I'm fucking with it. Yeah. And then Kenny Williams, I mean, I got high hopes for him. Hopefully, maybe he can find a tag team partner. If he hasn't, I don't know if, if they made him tag yet or not, but, yeah, hopefully they can do something with him because uh, they're both promising stars, man, and y'all need that. Y'all need all the star power you can get right now, man, because everyone's not doing it. Mike Hitchman. That's why I couldn't even speak. I even put those matches on the docket, man. I'm not the primate, whatever the fuck his name is. Like, eh, that shit ain't doing it for me. That does it for you guys. I understand. Like how you pointed out a couple podcasts ago, it's a different culture out there. True, 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 true. So I can't expect it to be all Americanized and shit that we like. 
But yeah, that shit don't do it for me. <laughs> no, so I, so I these two guys, hopefully you guys keep them as a mainstay on the show. We get to see them every week. If not every week, at least, you know, not a long break period. We're going to see their ass in three weeks. Yeah, I, uh, Devlin's character's just stock is like, like going crazy, rising. Um, you know, he's the ace. You know, you got to respect him, dude. And he's, this man. He's earning his respect, man. You need to, need to start thinking about this could possibly be the guy to take it off done. You have to possibly put him in that situation. Just not, not all the way in yet. Like, not like, oh, this is the next guy. Just, just to put it out there. It's possible. Mean, yeah, it's a possibility. I can't say it's not. You know. uh, what did you think of the match, though? Was it, was it? I, I put three, three and a half. For sure. It for was sure. good. Yeah. And then uh, the main event on episode one, El Aguero versus Joe Coffey. I'm not a fan of El Aguero, man. Like, so it's kind of hard for me. And I got, I'm just being honest here. It's not like I'm just trying to be a shit starter. Like, it's kind of hard for me to have interest in this match, let alone because it's, it's been an adjustment for me trying to get into this whole NXT and be open-minded about everybody. And Laguerre just doesn't do it for me, dude. Like, what is your opinion on him? Like, I I don't know, man. Like, he's he's okay. It's not like he sucks. It's just he's not, like, super exciting to me. He does have some, you know, flippy tricks. He does. I mean, he's definitely decent, man. But it's just a little smaller... I mean, the horns don't do it for me, you know. I, That's why he kept getting snatched up by his horn. Yeah, he kept getting snatched <laughs> up by his horn. Really just doesn't really do it for me. I mean, he's a you know, mid-carder, man. That's, you know, what he is. Would you be against him being on 205 Live just so he can maybe have a better showcase? Uh, or or just keep him on UK? Nah, I wouldn't have him on 205 Live. And this, okay. is, this is my reasoning. Like, boys down at 205 Live, everybody's pretty dope. And I just don't think you're in that type of... Yeah, because if anybody's getting signed to my 205 Live, like, they have to be able to fucking have a match with everybody on that roster because we don't have much. So if you're not that great, sorry. you got to bring something to the table if I'm going to bring you to 205 Live. Like, you got to bring something major to the table. That's why I was surprised when Mike Kanellis made it. I was like, I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. <laughs> Uh, from episode two, Marcel Barthel versus Mark Andrews. I'll let you start with this one. I don't know, man. It was a, it was a decent match. I just fucking hated the ending. Like like Mark Andrews' stock is through the roof right now. Like this is probably one of your best wrestlers overall on your whole fucking brand, and he loses because of Fabian Eichner. Like I guess, like. But, you know, they're setting up his tag team now so him and Flash Morgan can fucking face them now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, He's out of I, I, I'm not having Mark Andrews lose unless it's to somebody, like, done. That's, like, one of the only people I'll let him lose to. His style's just too fucking good. I don't care his size. And I'm just being real. If, if, I'm, if I'm booking him, I don't give a fuck about his size. I'm treating him like he's star material. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're probably going to be in the main event tonight, bud. Like, yeah, we need you because you're going to show out. You're going to show out. You're going to you're going to jump off the off you know, off the top turnbuckle. You're going to do it. You're going to do everything to take what it takes what it takes to win, especially against a big guy. Yeah. So I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But I mean, I guess it advances him and Fabian Neichner beefing. So I guess. Yeah. And uh, did did you have any opinion on the the Marcel cat? Yeah. I mean, he's decent. I like him. I, mean, I, like, I gotta see I, more. I, I like him being on NXT UK opposed to being on the regular NXT. Him and Luke Menzies need to be on fucking UK. Yeah. What yeah. are you gonna do with them on on NXT? Like that that UK could definitely use them. Yeah, UK use Luke Menzies. I love Luke Menzies. Man. And then the main event for uh, episode two: Deanna Perazzo versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT UK Women's Title. See, it just. I mean. I'm not a person against spoilers, but it just sucks that spoilers are a thing now because when you fucking know things from a month ago, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of sucks. You're just waiting for it to air and shit. But it's like, I mean, all in all, I thought it was an okay match. I It wasn't too great to me. Yeah, it was an okay match. I can't even say good. It was an okay match. It was okay. Um, Deanna Perazzo? Where does that come from? I was confused by that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, are we just sticking to... 
UK people being on UK or apparently Americans can be on UK now. Like, I'm confused by that shit. Like, what's the point of it being UK if you're not going to just keep it UK? Yeah. That's how I look at it, at least. That's how I look at it. Like, shit, like, especially with the talk of them doing different territories. Like, yeah, what, we're going to have NXT Japan and motherfuckers from America are going to be going over there? That kind of, I mean, maybe for a big takeover match or something like that. Okay, cool, but, like, just for a regular, you know, episode, like, I hope that's not what we're going to be doing because that's just going to be too, you know, too much going on. I, it, for for me, why do you not bring over, I don't know, an EO or uh, I, th- I think uh, the other, uh, what's her name? The former champ. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. For, I don't know why I lost her name. She's one of my favorites. I know she's. I think she's injured right now, so she can't wrestle. But why? Why not have one of the tops from over there? Like, I mean, Deanna's decent. Like, there's nothing wrong with her. It's just she's just her? Too, too new to me. You yeah, know? too new. It. Like she, she'll have her moment in the sun. I'm more than certain of yeah. it. But just right now, it's a little too soon, man. And and you're going against the champ, like overseas. Like I just didn't understand it. Uh, I'd rather had a had a Nina. Yeah. I'd have had a Nina do it. But the way they're holding off on her, I think maybe she might be a player eventually in 2019. Maybe that's why we're not getting all that from her yet. So, I mean, hey, I've been satisfied with her work. So, hey, hopefully we don't keep getting these, like, outsiders, though, coming for the women's division. I understand they ain't got too many people, but, hey, that's on you guys. You guys had your chance. You guys could open up your wallets a little bit and try to get more people instead of trying to get the bare minimum and think you're going to just, you know, do it off of a fucking mustache mouth and then Pete Dunn. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Now getting to my part of the show that I've been waiting on all episode. How are we gonna basically we're gonna do some ratings first and then we're gonna get into some ideas and bookings for WWE. But first I wanna ask you your uh these questions and I'll give you my answers afterwards. But uh starting off who was the most underrated superstar of the year, in your opinion? That's tough. Um, hmm. Underrated? Yeah. Just didn't get their props for the shit that they did this year. And and I, I, as when we talk about props, are we talk about belts. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you could use that, uh, you know, like whether it's fanfare, belts, you know, any kind of accolades in general, though, just just not getting their due, (laughs) you know, like just didn't get what they deserve this year. Uh, I see I want to mess with NXT, but it's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all brands are up. All brands are up, so you can include NXT UK too. Yeah, just underneath the WWE umbrella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. That's that's a good pick. That's and good and pick. I, and I'll say that because what he had the tag titles for a bit. Yeah. That's it. And that what once again a makeshift tag team. Uh, yeah, with a bullshit makeshift makeshift uh, makeshift tag team. Like I just, I feel like he should have been had the WWE fucking Universal title. Why even bring Brock back? Why are you paying five hundred grand just to have him show up on Raw? So so we can have Pyro. Like man, fuck that. <laughs> like I guess I guess I don't hear enough people talking about him. I don't see everybody talking about oh Drew's the guy. So and and he hasn't had the WWE strap. Like twenty nineteen should be Drew's year. Man, that's my guy, I guess. Yeah, underrated. It's kind of hard for me, but like, I feel like the easy answer, and this might be a cop out to some people. I would have to say Finn, man. I was gonna. I was gonna. That was the first person that popped yeah, up. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I might be going the cheap route with it, but like, that's just all I can really say, man. I, I feel like really, Finn's done everything. I've mentioned it. You and you too have mentioned it on this podcast. That what the hell are y'all doing, man? Like, why hasn't he been back in the picture? Why have y'all not gave him a run since you know he's been fine since he's came back? No injuries, no nothing. I mean, what he might have got sick recently and he had to leave the tour and obviously that's why he had to get a replacement on the mixed match challenge or whatever but other than that like 
he's been fine. He's his ring work is always fucking great. Like I I just don't get it. Uh, most overrated superstar of the year, in your opinion. All right, so I'm gonna have a hot take for you. All right, I'm ready. You sure? Oh yeah, I, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm ready. I'm straight hot taking this one off the off the dome, and somebody's got to change my mind. I'm going with Becky Lynch. Overrated. And here's my reasoning. Yeah, she's had probably, I would say this year, three or four good matches. Yeah, you know, she's hot. She can fire back on Twitter. Great. You guys are trying to put her in that Austin category? It's a fact, bro. Everyone says it. It's a fact. Is that just because I know you hold Stone Cold so near and dear in your heart? But like, yes, there's other people like that reach that level. And that, right no, now, that no one. Women no, wise, there's nobody women wise that's who, even who, been in that stratosphere. May, right maybe besides The Rock, who has and Cena, who else has reached that type of status? CM Punk. Oh well, CM. Okay, yeah. Fine. Undertaker, Chris Jericho. Well, besides the guys from his era. Besides, you know the well, they haven't really, they haven't really gave. I can't really have a good answer for that because they just never really gave anybody that chance besides Daniel Bryan. I would like that's like, like that's new. Like yeah, it's like the newest guy that they were like, yeah, here's the ball, go ahead and just run with it because the crowd fucks with Steve you. Steve Austin was the seventh highest seller at pro wrestling tees, and he doesn't even wrestle anymore. Oh well, that's because he sells that broken skull shit and the beer T-shirts. Yeah, you anybody can sell some merch though, bro. And he's selling merch. He he's the draw. When, when, when I say draw, typical shit. When I say draw, his music pops, and the whole arena fucking damn near top pops off. That's a considering dip- the bullshit music, Becky guys. That crowd actually pops. That's some bullshit music. The music's bullshit, but that crowd pops every time that shit bullshit hits. Well, everybody's trying to put her so high. I was like, can I get some five-star matches at least? Or, or you know, at least go up against Ronda. Let's see how you do. Can, can, can I see the full catalog? Because she got injured. She didn't even really. I I just, can we get her with the belt? Let's get a, uh, a streak with her and ha- have this last for more than a couple years. That's all I want. I, to, to to put her up in that type of range, I think she's overrated. Yeah, I mean, I've never I, seen I, her I, no, don't get me wrong. I can see what you're saying because, especially with it happening so fast, it's been like only like the past two months. Yeah, and it's like nobody was calling Stone Cold a legend two months into his beginning of his hot streak. So I can see what you're saying, yeah. but everything's so microwave nowadays. Though that's the problem. Like you see a movie Friday by Sunday night. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. Album came out on Friday by Saturday night, nigga. That's a classic. Like so, that's everything is so microwave now. So I think that's the reasoning why everyone's jumping off that bridge. And, but and, I can see what you're saying though, and I, I can I can understand your point. And though. and and I'm not trying to shit on her because I really do like her. I think she's hot. But and and her star is hot right now. But to put her in that type of like company is so soon. Wait, like, too let's soon. get some time. Let's get some matches that, yeah, I, that could further fight that argument for you type yeah. shit, instead of just saying it because you know everyone's a goat nowadays type yeah. shit yeah you, you know i just need to see it that's all for sure for sure who's yours my most overrated man now that one was kind of hard because for the longest in the beginning of this year leading up to his announcement it was roman reigns now i understand that and that's not saying anything about the current situation he's going through but, like, ever since he left, if I had the fucking pick, and it's, once again, another easy pick, it would have to be Brock. I feel like everybody else is either underrated or at where they need to be. But motherfuckers that just get too much, Brock is the perfect example for that shit. Just because the shit happens with Roman, you get right brought right back in when you were supposed to be out the motherfucking door. They put the belt on you, and we ain't seen your ass since. He's the draw. Apparently, I guess. I mean, and that's what I don't understand about these wrestling fans. Y'all the same motherfuckers that'll bitch about this champion situation, but you'll fucking cheer and buy his merch. Same way you'll bitch about booking, but yet then when Vince McMahon comes out, you motherfuckers are tuning in and cheering for his ass. Yeah, that blew me when they were uh, cheering Vince. Like, if I was in the crowd and I was in the front row and he's walking by me, I'm booing his ass. What? 
Yeah. I, I'm sitting there thinking we're going to get the loudest booze and they're fucking popping the top off cheering for him. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck everybody in that arena for cheering. He's yeah. he's the reason why this company's in the shape it's in. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, like, honestly, like, I can't really, I mean, I really can't think of, and I mean, what unless I wanted to say Carmella, but she's been cooled off ever since she took got the belt taken off of her. As far I as motherfuckers getting too much of what they don't deserve, like that—that that was like my three candidates for the year. That was—I mean, but like you know, I'm excluding Roman because he's going through his own shit and he's been off TV for a minute now. I mean, so Brock you, ain't been on TV, su- but he still got the fucking main belt. I'm surprised you didn't say Ronda. I mean, yeah, I felt like that would have been too easy. I felt like that really would have been too easy. That when I, when I was writing that list, that was the first person I was thinking about. Like, yeah, she's getting okay to me now but like to be the fucking champion and just get all this fucking fan for, like all this shit that she's gotten for no reason without proving anything yeah i would like to say that's automatically being marked as overrated but i just i just felt it would have been too easy uh tag team of the year uh see that that's hard to to me. I uh, if I, under the WWE umbrella, I thought this one would have been easy. <laughs> now, are we basing it off titles? No, or are we just talking the best ring work? Just everything, all literally everything, anything that makes a team. Once again, from you know their fucking gear to their fucking tag team moves to their belts to their to the win loss records, anything that you want to include. What you know, I mean, I, you don't have to give a reason what makes them your your best tag team of the year, but just in your opinion, what's the best tag team, or who's the best tag team? Uh, I don't want to take the easy way out, but the undisputed era. Yeah, I was taking that easy way out. Like, there's without a question, who's better than them? I if who's if, put on better if, matches? If if I have to go outside that, um. I guess I would have to say the bar just because of the matches they put on there. They don't have a bad match and they are technically one of the best tag teams that we got. So yeah, especially, yeah, yeah, especially the, the way they work in the ring. They're, yeah. they're really together. So yeah, they've really come together nicely as a tag team. When they first started, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? But so far so good. They've gotten way better chemistries there too. Uh, yeah, I was taking the easy route, man. Like, yeah, uh, that was like a no-brainer for me when I wrote that one. Like, uh, yeah, Undisputed Era. Like, no one's had better matches than them. Them, them guys, I would I would put the, Roddy and, and fucking Kyle, I would put them up against anybody. Anybody. The Bucks? Definitely. And they're winning. Oh, they're they're winning over the Bucks? Yes. Roddy, I, have ne- I, was ne- I used to hear that motherfucker's name all the time during his Ring of Honor days, and I never paid attention. And when he first came to fucking NXT, he was so bland and boring to me. After getting with the boys, I, my opinions changed completely. All the tag matches they've had, that motherfucker shows out right along with Kyle. Like, yeah, I put them over. They are the best tag team in WWE right now. Fucking New Day. Fuck, I mean, the Usos have grew on me. I used to hate them, too. But they've gotten better this past year. But, like, yeah, to me, in my personal opinion, ain't nobody touching the boys, though. I feel you. I, like, well, no, I just like, didn't want to take the easy way. Yeah, out. that's what I'm saying. It might be an easy way, but I, I don't care. Like, that, that, we got to call a spade a spade here. You can't just deny it just to try to be different. <laughs> like, on that case, sorry. Unless somebody can form a good argument about it, I'll take it. But, like, nah. That's what that is. Uh, women's wrestler of the year. I'm going to go uh, Tess Blanchard. I'm not even going to go into the WWE brand. If 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 I have to say best woman's wrestler of the year that I've seen that has the most accolades, that has the most some of the most, you know, like a lot of people are talking about, Tess Blanchard was in the match of the year, women's match of the year, and she's the knockouts champion in TNA right now. So I don't understand how she wouldn't be. I understand everybody else, you know, likes Ronda or whoever. I mean, Alexa, Becky, anybody you want to say, yeah. even Asuka. Yeah. Right now, the Women's Wrestler of the Year to me is Tess Blanchard, and you can't tell me otherwise because she has all the accomplishments. You can't knock what she's done. Yeah, she should have came to the WWE, but she didn't. At least she's the champ over there, and she ain't floundering. Yeah. So, shout out to her. She knew what the fuck she was doing, and, you know, hopefully we see you in a couple years. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully she didn't sign such a long fucking contract. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I would have to agree. I mean, in comparison, I mean, I was just going to go for people from WWE, but, I mean, nobody's really did anything when you got the women's title being held up by Ronda and fucking Carmella. You know what I mean? Like, well, not anymore with Carmella, but, I mean, like, she took up a nice chunk of the year and, you know, nobody could do anything. So, yeah, I guess I'd have to agree. And I do and would like to see Tessa in WWE or NXT at some point in the very near fucking future. I don't think that you can put her in NXT. I think you have to put her straight away on the main roster. Oh, if they put Joe on there, bro, she's definitely, there's a good chance. I'm not Joe, saying Joe for sure wanted to they, go to NXT. I mean, I'm not saying that, oh, for sure she's going to go, but like that and Finn even like and Shinsuke, like, yeah, that just shows you like, it don't matter how big you are and you're just coming from impact. Like, you got to humble. <laughs> like, you're coming from small-ass impact. It's easy to kind of be the main attraction there. Like, who they got? Allie, fucking Sue Young. Buena loca. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, so, I mean, like, yeah, WWE, they could. They could have respect for her father and the family name and be like, yeah, you know, we're going to put you on the main show. We could do something with you in Charlotte or something. Oh, Natalia right away. Or Natalia even. Like, you could do, like, there's so there's options there. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say it's set in stone that she would have to go to NXT. But nobody's, you know, a, not able to do it. <laughs> Basically, should. But I guess uh, now we can get into booking uh, WWE a little bit here to end out the show. Uh, do you want to go first or would you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. Well, uh, I was well, going to, category well, wise, I'll just, I'll just say the category and you can give me your answers. Uh, we'll just, uh, besides the actual like bookings and pushes, we'll start off with who would you be, who would be fired from your roster? Uh, so from the main roster on, on raw, uh, I'm releasing Dolph, uh, right away. To me, there's no point to even have him in a storyline anymore. He's done everything he's going to do in that company. Let him go to New Japan, have a fucking career, or let him go to Impact or All Elite Wrestling. But other than that, there I literally have nothing for him on my roster. Um, Brock Lesnar, I'm also firing. Yeah. Uh, stripping him right away. I don't have no use for the man. Yeah. yeah, he's a draw, but I'm trying to get back to real wrestling and not just suplexing somebody the whole fucking match. Uh, and then from Raw, I, uh, I send down the Ascension Mojo and then Breeze down to NXT. And then I send Apollo to SmackDown. So those, that's kind of my roster moves right away. All right. Now what about Hired? Ooh, Hired. I wanted to leave the, you know, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I left them off. I did have them on my list originally. but So we're going to leave them yeah, off? Yeah, I just, like, especially with the whole all elite shit. Like, yeah, I was like, it's a, it's a waste. <laughs> Unless um, they swear it was it right now, it's a waste. Um, Well, then I'm not going to hire anybody then. I, I'll keep I'll keep what I got, and then I'll bring up uh, a couple people from NXT. I'd bring up. Uh, okay, yeah, because you did your brand uh, switches. Uh, yeah, so who would be your call-ups? Uh, I, I'm bringing. Uh, I'm bringing Black to SmackDown, Alistair Black, and then I'm bringing up Dream to Raw. Okay, okay. And then, yeah, you can tell me your uh, your pushes or whatever for whatever belts. Uh, Universal, I've basically fired Brock. Uh, and then I give uh, basically... the same ideology on that one, so i the same setup. Switch the title. Um, and then I have Finn against... Uh, against McIntyre for the belt at Royal Rumble, and uh, Finn takes it. F- F- basically, Finn's my star of Raw. That's who I have as the Universal Champion. Okay. Do you have any other ones? Uh so for IC, uh, I'm fine with Ambrose having the belt. Uh he can. You know, obviously, eventually have a uh, beef with Brood, somebody like that. Um, I have, I'm obviously bringing up Dream. Dream will be in the IC title picture right away. Not necessarily winning it, but. Being in the picture, though. In the, somewhere around there. Yeah. You know, uh, so, that's what, so that's my uh, IC. I'm basically cool with uh, Ambrose having it for most of the year. Uh, maybe uh, Seth takes it off him again. Something like that. Nothing major, though. Like, 
I'm fine with Ambrose at IC. Uh, tag teams, uh, Revival, eventually take it off the Rude and Rude and uh, Gable. But then I eventually have them losing it, and that's my main tag team for the year. Uh, Owens and Zayn come back from injury. Yeah, because like I said earlier, I did not, well, off mic, I did not even consider them for this part. So, yeah, that, that that's cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and then Ronda keeps the belt all year, so. <laughs> have to go Vince on that one. Right, had to go Vince. Yeah, sometimes you got to go Vince mode. That That's my belts. Uh, what's your role looking like? Well, I'll start off with Fired, Brock Lesnar, Sheamus, Alicia Fox, Big Show, Bella Twins, because them bitches are still on, on the website. Off my roster completely, and you're not on there. Ember Moon and No Way Jose. What are we doing with any of these people? <laughs> so through the door, those are who I'm firing. Through the door, like, yeah, there's your walking papers. <laughs> Best of luck in your future endeavors. Now, as far as hired goes, I would like to get Zack Sabre Jr. on NXT UK. I don't know if WWE even has him on their radar, if they're even interested in him, but I think he would be a good addition and bring some good-ass star power to the UK brand. Now, this one, you're going to probably be like, nigga, what? But as far as, like, a person that I wouldn't mind seeing in NXT is MJF from All In. I would not mind seeing him being in in NXT and seeing what they could do with him because I like his character. I think he's pretty decent in the ring. I don't know his age or anything like that. Like, I haven't deep-dived on him like that to get all this information. But from what I've seen so far, like, yeah, I wouldn't be against it. And then my last signing would be James Storm to Monday Night Raw. More on that in a minute. Now, as far as my brand switches go, AJ Styles to Raw, Becky Lynch to Raw, Ty Dillinger to Raw, Apollo Crews to SmackDown, Dana Brooke to SmackDown, Finn Balor to SmackDown, Matt Hardy to SmackDown, Sasha Banks to SmackDown. Because fuck that, Raw's already got too many people that they don't do enough with. So you got plenty of talent. We're going to take a little, yeah, it's a little star power away from y'all. But you're going to have to elevate from within over there because you got fucking plenty. So with that being said, to continue, uh, Dakota Kai strictly to NXT UK. I don't have a problem with her. I don't hate her. I'm actually a fan of her. But, like, I feel like your purpose will be better suited for NXT UK. They need people of name value. And you're somebody. Besides, so it won't just be fucking Tony time and fucking Rhea. So, Raul Mendoza, the 205 Live. Humberto Carrillo, the 205 Live. And Shane Thorne, since he's solo now, might as well just do a solo act in NXT UK. I think he could be a decent heel. He might be able to get over a little more being solo. So that's why I would do that as far as the changes go. As far as call-ups go, Undisputed Era to SmackDown. More on that in a minute. Now, as far as my pushes go with the said changes and and brand switches that I was going to do, I would do AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre for the Universal because like that's why I said like we doing the same thing. Brock's fired that Universal Championship is vacant. So we're going to do a match, yeah, with the newly acquired AJ Styles being a former WWE champion and Drew being the next shirt thing over there. We'll have those two at whatever pay-per-view for the Universal Championship. The club, or Balor Club, now aligned with Finn Balor, facing off for the SmackDown tag titles, whether that's against the fucking Bludgeon Brothers, whoever, whoever. But now you got the actual club or Balor Club on SmackDown now together not this i see you but we don't fuck with each other shit like no they will actually be a three-man unit now uh becky lynch being on uh raw getting moved over there finally get to continue the program with ronda we'll get them versus each other at wrestlemania for the strap whichever way they want to go i don't care but that's where that's where this road will lead uh ty dillinger newly packaged upon return no more of that 10 10 shit it worked, it got over, but like you need a refresher, bud, because you're not a bad wrestler whatsoever, so I want you to be something. Even if you are a mid-carder, let's try to make you the best fucking mid-carder you can be. So that 10 shit would be dead. I don't know if you would want to go heel route with him or what, but like regardless of face heel, new package gimmick, though, still the same name. I'd still keep the name Ty Dillinger, but like that 10 shit's dead. Uh, 
Apollo Crews for U.S. program on SmackDown. He doesn't got to win it, but he can show out. I wouldn't mind seeing him go against whoever the fuck is in that picture at that time. And then Finn Balor being for the WWE title. Once he's champ, start a program with Cole and Undisputed Era uh, debuting. Now you got, I mean, even though Undisputed Era will still have one more person, you could have Balor Club versus fucking Undisputed Era on some fucking faction warfare bullshit. Something different that ain't happened on SmackDown in quite some time. Um, And then with Matt Hardy being switched to SmackDown, you get a Broken Hardy reunion finally. Not this Woken shit, but actually go act because Jeff's been doing the broken shit. Talking about he's been broken, the whole delete shit. He's been doing all that shit for a couple weeks now. So it's like, okay, fuck it. We're just going to go full in on it. Give the fans what they want and hopefully, you know, give them full creative. Like they had an impact. Let them do their thing because that's what made the shit work originally. So and hopefully we get something with that. And then they feud with Sanity. Because I'm not going to automatically be cheap about it and throw the broken hardies just straight into a tag team pitcher. So, I mean, let's give them a good feud that we can get something good out of. You know, Sanity's a little crazy, cuckoo. Matt Hardy's a little crazy, cuckoo. Let's see what we can get out of this. Maybe a fucking compound match. Maybe it could work. Maybe it couldn't. Who knows? And then Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't know why. I don't want to say I want to see it at a WrestleMania. It doesn't have to be WrestleMania, but I'm interested in that, seeing that kind of match for that kind, you know, for a big belt. And then my last one would be Bobby Roode turning heel on Chad Gable with a debuting James Storm, basically reunion, doing a beer money type thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, you know, WWE likes to do their weird shit where, like, yeah, we're not tagging anymore. I got both the belts type shit. But instead of Rude having both the belts, he just gives the belt to his man. It's like, nigga, we, we the champs in this bitch. Fuck Gable. Gable might have to find another partner, do a program with them. But Rude got to go heel. We've done the glorious shit. Even when he, he can do glorious when he's a heel, too. So it, it works both ways. But, like, I think WWE would like, I think. Because I liked it, and I don't think that they've gotten any worse over the years. I think the WWE would like the tag team of Rude and, and uh, Storm. Just to give just a couple matches, with, especially with the people they could have it with in WWE, I think that that would be a good pairing. Nothing against Gable. I want him to win. I want him to do something, but I'm not a fan of the Rude and Gable tag team. Good for them. They got the belts. It didn't make sense and shit, but... Uh, to me, I think that would be a good way to keep Bobby hot without fucking him too much, and then we can just always keep Gable as a singles person since he's, or if Jason Jordan's able to return from injury, we could do it that way. But other than that, that's all I really had from for as my ideas for what I would be doing booking wise. Well, damn. Now we're on SmackDown. <laughs> I'll uh, tell you my SmackDown ones. I had New Day breaking up on SmackDown, and Biggie eventually going with a. Uh, uh, maybe a thing with uh, Rusev for the U.S. Um, I had Becky sent to Raw along with the Good Brothers so they could reunite with Finn. So we so, so see we on the same track, just <laughs> different shows. Yeah. Uh, uh, SmackDown Live gets uh, Aleister Black and EC3. Um, Brian keeps a belt for most of 2018, uh, and then eventually Shinsuke grabs the belt off him. Uh, so that's, that'll be my WWE champs. Rusev, uh, has fused with Almas, Cruz, uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, but he keeps it for a decent amount, but then eventually Mustafa grabs a uh, U.S. title off him. Um, tag teams, uh, Bludgeon and Brothers come back and take the belts off of, uh, off of the bar. Uh, they have some great feuds with, uh, Usos. You know, um, but, you know, they have the belts for most of the year because they're, yeah. you know, that crazy fucking monster tag team. Um, the Women's Championship, uh, Asuka pretty much is a champ for most of the year, but she'll eventually get it taken off of her, probably by Carmella. They go into a feud. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad, but Carmella's money and Corey Grace won't lie to me. All right. You wouldn't tell a lie. Would not tell a lie. Uh, yeah, but basically that's how it would be. I would definitely have Bludgeon and Brothers coming back. Cause, yeah, because like you mentioned, you know when they come back, they're going to be in some form of a picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then 
I say uh, I would have released Kofi and uh, and uh, what's his other Xavier Woods. Yeah, Xavier Woods. Let them go because I just keep Biggie. He should. I mean, that's the that's another thing that I not gonna say like it kept me up at night, but it did like upset me a little bit with Biggie being like in the new day all these years is because, like, he never got his just due of being a singles wrestler getting the main belt or for at least fucking going for it once. I mean, he's a fucking former NXT champion, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that shit should mean something, but they completely disregard that shit for the most part. So it's just like, yeah, you guys got to do better with E, man. Like, let Kofi and Xavier be the tag people in the fucking New Day if you're so, you know, insistent on keeping them together and just let Big E get the fucking singles run, an actual singles run, not always having to be out for the tag matches, just eating fucking pancakes and shit. Do something with him. He's a he's a good wrestler. I'm not going to say he's super great. He's a good wrestler. Do something with him. I feel that. Yeah, that's wild. But, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of how I would have my year. Basically, you know, injuries suck. So yeah. you never know what happens. That's why I figured Zayn and Owens probably get the raw tags. Yeah. You know, can't wait for them to come back. I figured uh, Gable would reunite with Jordan when he comes back. That'd be nice. You know, uh, don't fuck that up. And after I figured after Rusev lost the belt to, uh, you know, maybe an Almas or something, uh, Rusev goes back with Aiden and maybe they, they're what a tag team they could have. Yeah, because we got to keep Rusev hot unless they're going to elevate him to a main, you know, main stage. Like, yeah, we would have to keep him hot with a tag team or something. Yeah, with with him and Aiden, it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I had. Uh, like I said, as far as my bookings, I didn't have, like, super elaborate plans and shit. Like, I'm not a matchmaker as far as, like, laying out matches and all that. But as far as, like, people I would like to see moved around and what kind of feuds to start the year off. I wouldn't mind any of it. You had some good shit too. So, I mean, hey, we're, we're pretty much got the same like idea of mindset, what motherfuckers should be doing and where they should be going. And shit. I just didn't want to call up the undisputed air. Cause Cole still got to get his belt first. I know. I was thinking about that shit when I, before I made my decision, I'm like, man, it would be nice for all of them to have all the NXT belts, but I don't ever see that happening. So that's the only reason I pulled the trigger. Like, if anything, if one of them is always going to be beltless in NXT. That's why I'm just like, eh. I just, I, I don't nice, want to, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, I didn't really want to call anybody up besides Dream, just because I knew, like, a lot of the guys down there still need to have their shine. Yeah. You know, bring Dream up is good to three, go. You know, Black, maybe, because he already had his shine. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I don't know why I didn't even think about him, at least. I can understand, I, like, you know, other people. But, like, yeah, Black should have definitely been on my radar to get called up. But, uh, yeah, as far as it goes for me, I think that's all I had this week. Yeah, that's all I had, too. Like I said in the beginning of this show, this is our year-end episode. We might be back next week, depending on the product. If not, we will be on vacation. But until then, we hope you all have a safe holiday. And we're going to holler at y'all, man. All right. Happy New Year's Eve, guys.